91.3 WBKR, Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie, New York. It's 4 o'clock. You're tuned into Local Motion. I'm your host, Rita Ryan, here each and every Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Show number 263 for me on these airwaves. If it's your first time tuning into Local Motion, this show is all about music of the Hudson Valley. Musicians that live here, those that come to perform in our venues, as well as those coming to record in our world-class area recording studios. Every show has a guest. Today holds no exception. Thrilled to have returning Mr. Lee Falco. He'll be joining me in a few minutes. We'll start off by playing some of his music. And boy, there's a lot to play because he's involved in a lot of recording, session work, and of course, with his own band, The Restless Age. So, let us begin with a track by Lee Falco. We're going to play quite a bit of his music for this whole hour, and um, and then talk to him, too. So, lots of good stuff to discuss. Let's see what he's got going on, and um, and then we'll play some more music after he and I talk. So let's start this one off with a track that he just sent me the other day. It's um it's a new Restless Age song. So I'm really thrilled to um, share it with you guys because I haven't heard it yet either. So let's take a listen to it. I mean, I listened to it obviously when he sent it to me, but as far as on the airwaves. So we're going to start off with a new Restless Age song. And it's called Without You. And then we'll be back and we'll talk with Mr. Lee Falco here on 91.3 WVKR, Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie. dreamlike state I woke up that way It was hard to say What was real and what was fake We carved our names In the gazebo by the lake And I remember telling you about you In a distant place What a perfect day We watched the sun drown In an orange wave And as if the birds Knew just when I closed my eyes to tell you all the things that I love about you.
bones were croaking As a fog rolled across the lake My heart was pounding Felt the resounding feeling love makes In a dreamlike state I woke up that way
913 WVKR Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie, New York, The Restless Age, off the building session. And we just heard tables turn. And then we heard a brand new song by The Restless Age, Without You. Let's get Lee on the phone. Lee? Hello. Hello. There we are. It sounds great. Great sound here. So very cool. So, Lee, um, I'd like to do a brief introduction, if I may, to the listeners here and just start out by saying drummer, composer, recording engineer, producer, and session player Lee Falco is part of the band The Restless Age. He's also toured with renowned musicians all over the world, including Rachel Yamagata, The Lemonheads, Donald Fagan, Doyle Bramhall Hall III, in amongst others. He's worked on hundreds of sessions at his recording studio, The Building, in Marlboro, New York. He scored short films and advertisements. Lee is also part of the family who owns and operates the venue, The Falcon. The Restless Age will be part of a live stream concert tomorrow on the Valley Hour. On Friday, they'll be part of Bethel Woods live stream, and they'll be performing live at the Falcon next Friday, March 5th. With that, a wholehearted welcome back to Local Motion, Lee Falco. Thanks for having me, Rita. Oh, man. Oh, your music just, oh, it's just so good. There's not many shows I don't play The Restless Age, man. I'm just digging it. And um, so many people do, you know, so good stuff. Tell me about the song I just played, Without You. Beautiful new song, right? Thanks. Yeah, that's the debut of that one. And uh, that's still just a rough mix, even. We just recorded that a few weeks ago. Not even, maybe just a few days ago, really. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's a song written during quarantine. Um, and uh, we just brought it to life in the studio. I had made a nice demo of it when I wrote it. And, uh, and yeah, me, Brandon, and Will recorded it uh, live at the building. Right. And that was it. That was the debut. Oh, man. Well, can, oh, I love it. I love when I get debuts like that. That's super cool. Now, I got to say, quarantine, man, I remember being at the Falcon last March 13th, seeing your band, The Restless Age, and that was the last show I saw, because then the world closed down, right? Right. So, that was right before lockdown. I remember that Yeah. One. Yeah, we were on the fence if we were even going to do it. Yeah, and then I think your dad closed like after that weekend, you know, which is kind of when everything closed. Um, so, and it was so funny because you were the last live music I saw before quarantine, and you guys were the first band this summer I saw when we could watch music again. So, yeah, needless to say, a huge fan here. Now, let's talk a little bit because you've got such a rich history growing up with music. Talk to me about your youth. I know you started super young. Um, your parents, of course, huge influence. Let's start with the roots of your musical journey. Yeah, so my dad um, owns the Falcon, which started as a house concert series in the town of Marlboro. Um, my dad built this beautiful building in our backyard when I was just a kid in uh, around the year 2000. And uh, he started doing house concerts there. And he started with local musicians, and uh, was getting a lot of jazz talent and started reaching out to more people in the city. And it started to become this little secret backyard hang uh, every weekend. And great musicians started coming up. And over the course of 10 years in the backyard, there were some amazing shows uh, that I got to witness as a kid. So I was always surrounded by great music and great artists and 
they used to hang at the house. My parents would make them dinner, and uh, it was really a great scene. Did you ever come to the old Falcon? I never. I started right when the you new Falcon did. opened up. It was like I just missed it. I just missed yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it was this really special scene, and um, I don't think I realized how special it was at the time. But mm-hmm. now looking back, it, it was really amazing. So, yeah, I got to see so many great musicians at a young age, and I also started, uh, well, really, my dad helped me start a band when I was around six or seven. <laughs> he got some kids in the neighborhood together and helped us form this band called The Chills. I love it. Which was myself, and um, there was sort of a rotating cast at first, but Elliot Cash, uh, who still lives in the area, was my bandmate for a long time, and Nick Catania, and we worked up classic rock covers and started playing around the area, like at bazaars and little festivals. And uh, So that was a great experience. It was kind of similar to what uh, the Rock Academy does, the right. Woodstock Rock Academy yeah. and these other rock schools where, you know, you get young kids to learn to play rock and roll, which is a great thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, between those two things, just getting to see lots of music, and I took lessons with Joe Carroza for years, who's a great drum teacher. And you always played drums, Lee? Drums was always like your first instrument? Is that what you I would start, yeah. um, My parents got me lessons when I was five, so it's really like since I can remember, I've been playing the drums. So it's always kind of... I, I feel really lucky where it kind of feels second nature to me because I've been doing it longer than I can remember. Um, <laughs> where I, I also took piano lessons, but I really took to the drums. And um, yeah, looking back now, I, I wish I had taken piano and guitar a little more seriously at a young age because I'm, I'm practicing those a lot now these days. And it doesn't come as easy as it does when you're five years old, I don't think. Yeah, I think Some, you're probably a, about a sponge, yeah. right? When you're that young and you're just picking it up and it just becomes a, a second nature. I would guess. I don't know, but that's what I would guess. So, yeah, I can just imagine the little Lee at seven with the band chills. That is so cute. Um, you took. Did your school have music? Did you participate in music in school? I did. I had been taking drum lessons for quite a while once school band rolled around, which was, I think, in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started playing the saxophone in the school band, mm. which was nice. Um, I still play it from from time to time. Oh. Brandon and I break it out on some sessions here and there. Um, some of the Restless Age music we're going to be releasing over the next couple months, there's a saxophone debut in one of them. Uh which is kind of fun for us. Fun. Oh, We're wow. I don't think pretty... I've ever seen you. I've seen you play guitar. I may have, may, maybe you've even picked up the bass, but I don't think I've ever seen you on a, on a wind instrument. Yeah. I've never really broken out live besides, you know, high school wind ensemble. Right. Right. But Brandon also plays the saxophone and we have them uh, every now and again, we dust them off in the studio and <laughs> put the ragtag horn section on the track. Right. Right. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Um, so you also studied jazz a little bit, right? At SUNY Purchase. Yeah. I went to SUNY Purchase for a few semesters mm-hmm. and studied in the jazz department there. Studied with a great drummer, Richie Morales. And Pete Malinverney and Charles Blenzig, there's some great professors there. And um, that was a great time. It was really fun to be away at college. And I learned a lot about jazz music and a lot about music theory and harmony. And uh, Yeah, it was good education at SUNY Purchase. Yeah, yeah. Did you always know how to read music or, or where did that come in for you? I did. Joe Carosa, my drum teacher for years, taught me uh, how to read rhythm. Right, and mm-hmm. I, I did take piano lessons and saxophone, so I, you know, have a basic understanding of 
reading melody as well. Right, right, right. And then you started yeah. getting too many gigs, and you um, you just kind of have been all over the place, which is is um, yeah. I mean, it's really, I like I said, I think the first time I went to the Falcon was I think it's been open for ten years now, if I'm correct, um, and. The first time being there and just watching you over the last 10 years. And um, one of the most important things that I love to watch when you're playing is um, usually your dad's there. Most of the time your mom's there. And I just sometimes turn around and look at them watching you. And it's just like this really special thing that you don't get to see while you're playing. But trust me, it's it's pretty cool to to have your parents watching you because I know they've seen some great shows that you've played at the Falcon, my friend. Would you remember the first time when the Falcon opened on 9W as we know it to be there now? Who you played with? The first time? The yeah. first show? Yeah. I played with Elliot Cash and ah. the Elliot Science Project. Yeah. We opened for Dave Liebman Group, nice. I believe. Wow! Wow! That's but, uh, and yeah, to your point, I, my parents have always been so supportive, and I'm so lucky to have such great parents. Yes, yeah, yeah. Tony and Julie Falco, of course, we must uh, shout out. Tony was on the show here. I don't know, a couple months ago or something. Always great talking to your dad. Just a. a a mensch, a real masterpiece. You know, I, I read one of the articles that you had, I think, written for a modern drummer where you you just nailed it with one word. The Falcon, if you have to say one thing about the Falcon, it's a masterpiece. And that's what I saw you write about it. And it's so true. You know, it's there's so much love put into that place. And the people that have come there over the years are just... It, absolutely mind-boggling some of the shows that I have seen there. And, um, yeah, you know, so it's, it's a beautiful, wonderful place. We love it. Now, you being there and you luckily, you know, having your dad and your mom running this amazing venue, such a great opportunity that it's giving you. And then you branched out because you, you, you met Connor, you met Lee, I mean, uh, Brandon and Will. Tell me how, like, you started playing at the barn and how you get your, your feet wet here in the Hudson Valley. Yeah, meeting Connor Kennedy um, was a big part of growing as a musician. We met when I think we were around 15, both of us, and started playing together. He had been playing uh, around Socrates, and he started working at the barn. And, you know, Connor's just... a it has an infectious personality and he's made so many connections and uh, he's such a well-loved guy in the community. And so, you know, surrounding myself with him and his friends is sort of, we kind of just grew into a house band of sorts in the Woodstock area. And, you know, we have such a, a amazing music scene in the Hudson Valley historically and currently. Um, and Connor and, you know, myself were able to tap into that through our connections um, and, and through, you know, the different gracious musicians that live up here, people like Amy Helm and um, later Donald Fagan, you know, who graciously took us under their wing and, and yeah. helped us grow as musicians. And um, so, yeah, meeting Connor and then uh, Brandon quickly joined in into the, what was the Connor Kennedy band? Yeah. And also Will Bryant moved up from Texas. And yeah, sort of since then, we've just become brothers in music and are constantly playing together uh, whether it's playing our own music or playing for other people, um, it's just sort of grown out of uh, our friendship and our love of music and our, really our love of older music mm -hmm. and, you know, um, music from the 70s. Yep. Yeah, we just it sort of gravitate towards that 
Do you remember uh, the first show you played at Levon Helm Studios? Um, the first time I played there, I think, was with Connor, probably his album release. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was with the Mammal, or Mike and Ruthie played before mm-hmm. us, and then we played a set, and um, that was a long time ago now, so I vaguely remember it. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's been amazing to get to play there. It's such a beautiful room, and, and, uh, and the you, legacy there. you as a drummer sitting on Levon's kit. Yeah, it's, it's hard to put into words how special that is, and really to how special of a drummer Levon was. I mean, it, it's hard to find a drummer who hasn't been influenced by Levon Helm. Um, Levon, if you aren't aware, which I'm sure most of your listeners are, just has this magical pocket, and it's hard to describe, but he puts so much effort into what he's playing and, and so much heart and soul into every time he hits the drums. Um that it's really been, a, you know, his playing is a huge influence on mine mm-hmm. and um, most drummers, I would say. He, he, truly an amazing talent, Levon Helm. Oh, and we're absolutely. lucky that he chose Woodstock to be his home. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have to tell you, speaking of Levon, you know, of course, Levon's grandson, Lee, um, this summer I was watching Amy when she was doing her residency at the Falcon, and it was one of the weeks where you were drumming, and alongside you was sitting Levon's grandson, of course, Amy's son, and he kept looking over to you, and you looked at him, and the camaraderie between the two of you, the people around me were talking about it. It's like, check those two Lees out, you know, the Lee drummers, and... um you know, I'm sure he's looking up to you like you would have at that age looked up to somebody older, too, you know. So it was really sweet to see that. Yeah, it, um, it's an honor to be a role model for Lee. He's so talented and he's so young. And I'm so excited for what's to come for him because he's really got it. And uh, I've been giving him some drum lessons recently. And it's just amazing how quickly he picks things up and, and how uh inherently talented he is so I'm, I'm really excited to watch him grow yeah oh that's so sweet so sweet and he really is super talented i mean just for his age i'm like what how old is this kid you know i saw i saw him i think twice play there and while amy was doing her residency and very impressive and just like you i look forward to watching him grow as the musician as well so pretty cool stuff um so okay so we've got this beautiful venue that you got, but now, luckily, you also have this wonderful recording studio where the Falcon used to stand. Tell me more about the building and when you started that. Yeah, so after the Falcon went to the public space that's on 9W and grew into the beautiful venue it is now, that's continuing to grow. Um, The old Falcon space sort of went vacant, and after I left SUNY Purchase, I, w- I was going to change my major to recording because mm-hmm. I, I was really interested in recording and production. Uh, but instead, I decided just to start doing it and learn, mm-hmm. um, you know, just by trying it. And um, so I moved into that space, the barn space, around, I don't know, 2014 or 15, and just curtained off a corner. And in the rest of the room, was having band practices and, and started getting different pieces of equipment and a lot of friends helped me out loaning me pieces of gear people like andy stack and brandon morrison who went to school for recording yeah so he came with a lot of uh engineering knowledge and sort of just slowly grew the space into a studio um that now 
over the years now, five years later, has become more and more professional. And now we have some beautiful sound treatments in there. And the gear has just grown and grown. And it's a beautiful space. It's a really nice sounding room. And Will and Brandon have really been an integral part of growing the room with me. They're sort of my partners in the space. Yeah. And we act sort of as a house band and have different singer-songwriters come in, and they hire us to be their band and producers, and we make our own music there. As I speak, Lost Leaders is recording there today. Oh. I just stepped out to take this call, but we're working on some new music right now. And oh, nice. That's really a- the next track I'm going to play of yours is Fallen Stars, but yeah, please, go. Yeah, so it's sort of this community space. I try to keep it in the spirit of what the Falcon was, which was a community mm-hmm space where you know people would come and bring things to share and it's you know all about the music and sort of the same way for my musician friends and you know we all just it's like a clubhouse yeah uh for all of us to hang out in and be creative in and um yeah we're really fortunate to have that space yeah yeah there's are. any uh any musicians out there looking to record check it out we have a website building-records.com. You yeah. can see some pictures of the room. Yeah, it's a beautiful room. I remember seeing the CD release of um, Promises, Promises from the Lost Leaders and the listening there, the space. It's, it's really the wood, the carpeting. It's just a really cozy place, man. It's a great, great place to hang out for sure. So, And you've produced quite a few people there too. Yeah, it's especially now during COVID, it's been the one thing that has been keeping us going. We've been having steady work at the studio and um yeah we're we're open for business and we're fortunate to have some great songwriter friends who like to hire us to be their band um so it's nice to have that creative outlet yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um it's right in Marlboro. If anybody is listening um, and wants to record or is looking for a studio, it's right in Marlboro, New York. So easy access from the south, from the north, from all directions. Super, super easy to get to um, the building. And um, yeah, so how has this been? I, I talk to people every week and some people have had a hard time during um, the pandemic here with creativity where nothing's coming their way and other people are writing like mad where do you fall in i've found it to be a a a good time creatively i've enjoyed having the time to practice more and study more and and really get better at um, piano and guitar which i've i've definitely appreciated that time uh, and continue to appreciate having that time to to work on those things because it makes me a better musician and producer. Um, I've also been doing these songwriter groups with friends where we try to write five songs in five days. I've wow. done two of those now. And that's been a really great process, just putting yourself under the gun to, to, to deliver something every day. Um, so yeah, I, I found it to be a creative time. When I've did you start your time on my hands? When did you start working? When did you start composing? I should say. Um, I think once I was in college, I started uh, enjoying the challenge of writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I first started playing banjo. I got really into playing the banjo and learning claw hammer. Wow! And uh, once I started doing that, then I think I I started like just started coming up with ideas because I was practicing the banjo and I started coming up with song ideas. And and then I think I realized I was into the challenge. It it definitely is a challenging process writing songs and it takes a really long time I've found to Mm -hmm. sort of build the confidence to be a songwriter, especially as a drummer um, where you don't really have a chordal background that 
other musicians have. Right. Um, so it's taken me a while to, to muster up the confidence and the skills as a chordal player to, to, to feel like I've come into my own as a songwriter. And the be, starting the Restless Age also really helped um, me grow into um, that role as a songwriter and, you know, the, the camaraderie of a band right. and having my friends to sort of bounce ideas off of. And, uh, yeah, that, that really helps. When you compose, do you compose the music first or lyrics or, or it's different each time? It's usually different mm-hmm. each time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very impressed by your website, LeeFalco.com, where you show some of your original composition and some of the um, the little, what are they, like videos that are on there. Um, the Vimeo pick of, for J. Allen Glasspy and Ivan Cash. Um, you did the original composition of the sound design and the mix for that. Um, and that was really cool. And you know what was very touching was Howard's Farm by Ivan Cash, the original score there. And what a great, rich history Howard's Farm is. And, of course, right in Marlboro, too. Um, pretty cool stuff you've got there. I, I, I really, really was impressed by the videos. And, um, and the, then you also produced for a Netflix original series, um, Landslide, done by Mick Flannery. And that was on there, too. So all this stuff is on your website. And it's just um, very impressively, very impressive. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to get more into production for film and video. Um, it seems like a nice avenue uh, to, and a nice outlet to, to be creative in and also you know, try and find some monetary uh, yeah. compensation yeah. seems like a, 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 a good place to sort of turn to. And I've been really fortunate to, to be working with Ivan Cash, who, Elliot, who I've mentioned a few times yep. now, my early childhood bandmate, that's his older brother. Ivan is this very creative force, and he's a great videographer and um, all-around Renaissance man. And he has a company called Cash Studios, that does all kinds of great work in video production and stuff like that. And, and uh, it's been nice to, to work with him on different projects. Yeah. Especially yeah. that Jay Allen Glassby one. That was a beautiful film he made. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was really, really beautiful. Just, it captivated me right away because it was so well done. Um, just all around, you know, obviously the music, the composition, but just the video. It was just a really heartfelt, both of the videos that I saw. Actually, the three that I watched were just like really, really cool. So good stuff. So now, of course, you guys are touring everywhere. The Restless Age. Um, also have your website, therestlessage.com. Tell me about your two bandmates, which you've mentioned a few times, but let's officially reel it into who the Restless Age are. The Restless Age is myself and Will Bryant, who is a mainly a keyboard player, but also guitar player, who's from Austin, Texas. And just to tie it all together, he's the nephew of Byron Isaacs from Lost Leaders, yeah. which is the other band we've mentioned a few times. Yeah. And Will moved to the area from Texas around 2014 or so. And uh, great singer, great songwriter. And Brandon Morrison is the bass player who I mentioned in the band. And he's also got a recording background. He went to school at St. Rose for recording. Yep. Um, he winds up, he's mixed most of our tracks. Speaking of which, I, when I was hearing uh, tables turn there through my headphones, I was thinking, it sounds really good. Like, <laughs> Man, Brandon did a great job mixing that. Yeah, Brandon, awesome. He, yeah, he's super skillful 
uh, engineer and mixing engineer who I've learned so much from um, in the studio. And yeah, together we formed the Restless Page, and it's a collaboration of the three of us. We all write separately and bring our songs together, and sometimes we write together too. But most of the time we, we write at least the beginning of the idea um, separately. And then, um, yeah, we, we've, uh, we share the space, we share songs, and we recorded a whole lot last year um, at the beginning of the pandemic in March and April. And we have 14 songs that are wow. going to be coming out between now and June. Wow. Um, Congratulations. the first one is coming out this Friday. And it's one of Brandon's songs called Dream of Me Tonight. All right. And uh, we're promoting that on our Instagram. We're trying to get people to pre-save it uh, so we can get the algorithms in Spotify to, to shine favorably upon us. There you go. Uh, so <laughs> if you're interested in in checking it out, go on our Instagram or Facebook and you'll find the pre-save link and that'll be out on Friday. And that's under the Restless Age pages, of course. And um, yeah, on Friday. Oh, that's so cool. Now, are you guys going to make a composition, a, a CD or are you just doing singles, releasing all yeah, the songs? Right. We're trying to navigate this amorphous world of releasing music these days. We're not... Um, the idea that we have right now is to roll them out as singles and in and also in groups of like three or four, so small batches of songs. Mm-hmm. And and then the idea is to print up CDs from those, or, or rather vinyl, really, because everyone's just listening to music digitally now for the most part. <clears throat> um, except for, uh, go ahead. <laughs> except for, yeah, I mean, myself, I mostly listen to, well, I'm, I do listen to a lot of Spotify, but I also listen to vinyl and I enjoy CDs in my car. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, we're, we're planning to, when we're ready to tour again, and, and it seems like there's a, a, a time for us to be selling physical copies, um, we plan to press and print up uh, different variations of the song. So not like a greatest hits, but just kind of picking our favorite songs and picking a nice order for them uh, and then pressing them up onto CDs with that in mind, you know, yep. for, for how to make the best album. But we're just going to be releasing them in smaller batches. Um, which, yeah, I, I go back and forth on how the best way to release music is these days. It's yeah, difficult it is. It, to, to it figure is. Out. Yeah, I think I think that's a lot of people don't have that issue um, that you were talking about. Now, the Restless Age, of course, I, I always consider you guys like the wrecking crew of the Hudson Valley because you've played bes- behind some, you know, great bands. Um, and one of them, of course, we got to talk about it because you guys were also renamed as the Night Flyers there for a little bit um, with Donald Fagan, and you did a tour with Donald Fagan. Talk about that, if you would, a little bit because that was a huge opportunity. It was. It was an amazing time. In 2017, Donald decided he wanted to do a tour with a young band, and he called up Connor and me and Brandon and Will and also Zach Chinikian from Woodstock. And we went out on the road as the Night Flyers, and we did this tour of about 20-something shows around the U.S. And it was amazing. We rehearsed a ton before. We were rehearsing up at Levon Helm Studios, and... Just getting, we were mostly playing Steely Dan songs and also from Donald's catalog. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it seems like a dream now, uh, but it was really just an amazing time for all of us to, you know, to just be validated by someone like Donald Fagan, who's such a master musician, and to, you know, for him to take us under his wing, yep. uh, his night flyer wing, no yeah. pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, yeah, for him to take us under his wing and, and just, you know, 
put us on this amazing tour. It was the first time we all got to got to travel in tour buses and stay in nice hotels and play on big stages. And crews loading in and out, right? Yeah, it was really a a dream come true for all of us. Well, I think it must have been a dream come true for Tony Falco to have the secret show before your show started, your tour started. Um, You guys had a little secret show at the Falcon there um, right before your tour started. And, you know, I mean, talk about that was so cool. That was pretty incredible. The place was jammed, packed, and uh, and there you guys were. And then a few days later, you're out on this massive tour. I remember seeing you because it happened to be my birthday, and I saw you at the Capitol Theater in Porchester. And um, I was sitting around people, and you were doing this drum solo, which I think I posted the other day. And people around me like, who the hell is that drummer? Holy crap. Oh, my God. And people were just with many different songs that you were playing and it was just so cool, you know, and it was, um, it was really nice to see you all up on that big stage. And it was, it was, uh, definitely a great memory. That's for sure. So, um, yeah, you guys came into your own and, and look at now where you've been. You've also toured with the Lemonheads. Yeah, that's been, uh, a gig I've enjoyed for the past two years. I met Evan Dando through Kenny Siegel, who has a great studio in Catskill, New York, called Old Soul. Uh-huh. And he called me to play on a session for the Lemonheads, uh, who I really didn't know much about at the time. Um, but I went up and played on a few tracks and met Evan. And, and since then, we've done pretty much a whole world tour in 2019. We played all over Europe, all over America, and we even did Australia, which oh, the rest of the stage got to open. So... Uh, the Lemonheads has been a, a beautiful thing to get to travel so much and to play that music. It's great rock music, and Evan's a killer songwriter, good friend, and um, that's been a great experience. That's great. I really, can you imagine next year when music really comes back, like in full force, how great it's going to be for audiences and musicians, right? I mean, I think there's going to be droves of people going to see live music. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I hope so. It's been so long now, it's hard to imagine <laughs> what's, what things are going to be like. Um, yeah, I don't know what type of lasting effects this period of time will have yeah. on um, on the future going forward. But I hope for all the best. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic that I, things will bounce back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know when it's going to be normal, whatever that word means nowadays. Um, but I think slowly but surely it's coming back. Hence, thank God for the Falcon. It's been my little piece of sanity throughout this place, throughout this time. Um, you guys are doing, let's talk about some shows you've got coming up starting tomorrow in a beautiful place. Have you played at the Howland Cultural Center before? I have. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing room mm-hmm. right in the heart of Beacon. And uh, the Valley Hour is uh, a streaming series that's been going on now for a few months. And uh, is it Annalise and Ryan? Yes. Yeah. They're the hosts. And also, um, there's another artist on tomorrow's Dan stream. Garcia. Dan Garcia, right. Mm-hmm. And I think um, he'll be playing. Annalise and Ryan will be playing. We'll be playing a short set. I think we're going to be doing our acoustic set because we're just doing a few tunes. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, that's a beautiful room. It's amazing reverb in that room. So it'll be a nice room to all sing in. And talk about professionally um, um, done as well. They've got a great crew there. So I'm telling you, it's not like an iPhone video. Is This is professionally done. It's beautiful. The The concerts are amazing. You can go to thevalleyhour.com. It is a free live stream, but of course, donations are encouraged. Um, but that's tomorrow night. What time is that, Lee? Eight o'clock? 8 p.m. Yeah. 8 p.m. Yeah, com. You just have to, you'll get a link to the show, and it's so beautifully done. They really did a great job with that, Annalise and Ryan. I'm so proud of them. They've, uh, They've really been sticking through this with, I think, the past five or six months. You know, they started this in quarantine as well. So good for them for doing that. And the room, like you say, is just acoustically magnificent. Normally what they have there is a lot of classical music um, through the Howland Chamber Circle there. So you can imagine how nice the classical music sounds there too. So good stuff. Good stuff. We are lucky here in the Hudson Valley, that's for sure. Now, Friday, you're skipping over to uh, Bethel Woods. Tell me what's happening there. Yes, Bethel Woods is doing a streaming series as well. It was supposed to be last week, but it got um, we got snowed out uh, mm-hmm. in last week's snowstorm. So tomorrow, or Friday, the 26th, at 6 p.m., an early show, we're playing in the event gallery space at Bethel Woods, which is, of course, the sacred ground that is where Woodstock was held. Yep. And now there's a, a beautiful facility there in the Bethel Woods, um, I don't know, amphitheater. Yep. Um, but, yeah, we'll be in the event gallery space, which I believe is in the museum area. And, um, and that's a live yeah, stream also, as well. Live stream as well, a full show. I think we're playing an hour. And... That'll be uh, the full band set, drums and bass and keys and so forth. Um, yeah, Friday night. Also, streaming. We're, it's like a virtual tour. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess you can find that at Bethel Woods' website. Yeah, bethelwoods.org. On that. Yeah, absolutely. And then, luckily, there's very few, but there's, there's men, uh, venues that are still offering incidental live music, and the Falcon, of course, being one of them. So I know you guys, while you make a dinner reservation, um, will just incidentally be playing there March 5th, which is a week from Friday. That's right. Live. Back at the Falcon, live in person. Yes, yes. And April 3rd also. Right. We just confirmed that one, April 3rd. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The monthly show, yeah. Hopefully um, people call in and make a reservation and uh, come on out. We try to keep it as safe as we can at the Falcon, uh, keep the fans on, doors cracked, and, uh, you know, just a short night out, just one set. And uh, there's great food and good, incidentally, some music so it's a really great thing it makes you feel just a little bit like things were back to normal just for a short time um i don't go out to eat i don't i i'm very careful throughout this pandemic i really am but i do occasionally go to the falcon and i always feel really safe there tables are spaced obviously it's at what half capacity or something everybody is very compliant there um many staff if you know of course masks without a doubt but it's just it's a good place and it's safe and all of that so and it just feels so good to see the music there um of course the falcon has beautiful outdoor which obviously this isn't the time of year but during the summer how nice was that to have music outside on the deck so um yeah so 
That's happening. That's happening. And the Restless Age will be there March 5th. So really cool. So what I'm going to do is let you get back to that recording studio and I'm going to spin some music. Talk to me about what I'm going to play next by uh, Fallen Stars here. Tell me a little about that, if you would. Yeah. Fallen Stars is a track by the band Lost Leaders, who I've mentioned a few times. And that's the um, creative forces of Byron Isaacs and Peter Cole. And I joined Lost Leaders maybe in also around 2015, uh, which just blew my mind that Byron asked me to be in his band. Um, <laughs> and it's been an amazing ride ever since getting to record with those guys. And the record that this is off is called Promises, Promises, and most of it was recorded at David Barron's studio yep. in Woodstock or in Boyceville, New York. Yep, Sun Mountain. a beautiful spot, and David is a... Is a genius. Yes. Uh, but, but this track is um, from one of the tracks off. There's a couple on there that were recorded at the building, at least uh, in part. And Fallen Stars is one of the ones where the drums and some of the other basic track instruments were recorded at the building. Uh-huh. And um, uh, it's got a cool drum part to it, which is uh, where I chose it. And uh, also, I'll mention that Lost Leaders is playing at the Falcon on March 13th. Yes, they are. So if you yes. like what you hear, you could call and make a reservation for March 13th to right. catch Lost Leaders. Right. And the Falcon does, really, you have to call. Don't just show up and think that you can walk around and all of that. It's really, you have to call, make a reservation, or, or do it online, too. You can sign up at the Falcon's email list by going to their website, live at thefalcon.com, and then you'll be in touch with, in, in the know of what's happening if you sign up for the email list there. And by the way, speaking of Byron, I did suggest um, that uh, Restless Age should open up for the Lumineers. So hint, hint, if anyone's <laughs> able to make that happen. Um, I think it's a perfect fit. I mean, with the harmonies and all of that, I mean, I'm all for it. Let's let's get a petition going. Restless Age, open up for the Lumineers on uh, tour. I was, hoping, I was hoping they could open for us, maybe at the Falcon, March, you know, yeah. uh, March 5th. We'll talk to Byron about that. Yeah, talk to him about that. Talk <laughs> about a secret show. Holy crap, man. <laughs> Good oh, stuff. that would be amazing. That would yeah. be absolutely amazing. Lee, it's a pleasure. It's been a pleasure watching you over these last 10 years grow into the musician that you are. I can't imagine what the next 10 years hold for you, but um, you have become such a talent. You are so well respected in the community and um, you are just, I don't have the adjectives to um, say how your musicianship has grown and it is always a pleasure to watch you perform you perform in any genre of music and it's just you kill it in whatever you 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 play and whatever you're a part of so um continue doing this enjoy and i look forward to seeing you next week i thank you for your time here today and now we're going to dedicate the rest of the hour to your music Oh, well, thank you so much, and thanks you for what you do, because it's amazing how you uplift this area and uh, really shine a light on all the great stuff that's happening here. So it's, it's really appreciated, and, and I love your show. So thank thank you. you for having me. Thank you, and thank you for being such a part of it, and it's always a pleasure talking with you. I'll see you next time. Um, go tell Lost Leaders I said hello, and we'll see them in a few weeks. All right. All thanks, right. Rita. Take care, Lee. Bye-bye. Bye. Mr. Lee Falco of The Restless Age and websites the at restlessage.com, thebuilding-records.com, and 
LeeFalco.com. Terrific, terrific musician. Let's keep the music flowing here with what we just spoke about. This is a track by Lost Leaders, which Lee is drumming on. Let's take a listen to Fallen Stars right here on 91.3 WVKR, Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie. I never really know how much to let you see Should I open the door or maintain the mystery? Cause you never know what you're gonna find Every heart's of at least two minds It's a lonely road I never gave you the floor I never let you speak Still unsure how to talk to me Well, I made my bed and I made yours too You held your breath till your face turned blue It's a lonely road Cause if all we are is born
913 WVKR Independent Radio Poughkeepsie New York is 4:56 p.m. We just heard a trifecta of music that Lee Falco was involved in. The last one we just heard Paul Moody and The Restless Age when it was over. Brand spanking new. We also heard Cows and Thunder the track called Look Out Below and this was recorded at the building which is the recording studio that Lee Falco runs. And we started out with Lost Leaders, Fallen Stars, another wonderful track. Lost Leaders, as Lee mentioned, will also be at the Falcon in a few weeks. They'll be there on March. I do have that. March, 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 March. I know I have it. Lost Leaders will be at the Falcon March 13th. There you go. Great talking with Lee Falco. Check them out part of the Restless Age. Again, they'll be performing tomorrow night as part of the Valley Hour. Wonderful live stream show from the um, Helen Cultural Center in Beacon. You can purchase a link to see the show 
not purchase, it's free. There's donations that are suggested, but you can just go to thevalleyhour.com and get your little link and you get to see the show tomorrow night, live stream from the Helen Cultural Center. And then as Lee mentioned on Friday, they'll be doing a live stream from Bethel Woods, bethelwoods.org for information to that. That show starts at 6 p.m. And then next Friday, March 5th, you can see the Restless Age live in person. Yes, live music. Must make a reservation. All um, safety protocols are in place at the Falcon. You can visit live at thefalcon.com for info for March 5th and to make a reservation. And then, of course, the Restless Age will also be back at the Falcon on April 3rd. So it's 4.58 and the next hour we're going to play lots of great music. Let's start it off now with the gentleman that just celebrated a birthday just a few days ago. Let's start this hour off with Larry Campbell and Teresa Williams here on 91.3 WVKR.
91.3 WVKR Independent Radio Poughkeepsie, the talented duo of Annalise and Ryan can't stop this train. 
They are the hosts of The Valley Hour, which again is happening tomorrow online, 8 p.m., thevalleyhour.com. Tomorrow we'll feature two guests, Dan Garcia and the Restless Age, who we, of course, were just talking with Lee during the four o'clock hour. By the way, if you missed part of that interview or all of it, or just want to hear it again, it will be uploaded on my YouTube channel, Rita Ryan Local Motion, as well as the Facebook Local Motion page, and wherever you get your streaming, whatever stream streaming platform you may uh, use, it'll be on Apple Music, Spotify, all that good stuff. Just check out Local Motion and um, you'll be able to hear the interview with Lee. We also heard Larry and Teresa from their soundtrack, It Was the Music, and we heard the poor old dirt farmer for which they won a Grammy with Lee Von Helm. This was... Um, yeah, this was recorded at Colony Cafe in 2017. So this is so it was the music as a soundtrack to a film that is now released of Larry and Teresa's time together the last 30 years. And they're known as the couple, the Americana couple. And um, Larry just had a birthday. So happy birthday to Larry Campbell. And they have this 10 part film out. It's on Amazon as well as fans.live. And they have a wonderful soundtrack that accompanies this film. And you can get information at itwasthemusic.com. Also, of course, on Larry and Teresa's website. Really, really fantastic soundtrack. I play different tracks just about every week. If anyone is a regular listener, you'll, you'll know that. And last week's guest was Mr. Chuck Lamb, a renowned jazz pianist, plays with the Brubeck Brothers, and his music is just so delightful. I'd like to share another track of that with you. Let's take a listen to Mr. Chuck Lamb here on 91.3 WVKR.
We still say goodbye like it's the last time You make friends like you've known them your whole life You see laugh lines not young or old Don't know the difference rich or broke And I hope you never learn Life ain't always blue skies, windows down The ones you love sometimes you For people And all you see Is good you don't see evil And there are some dreams You should let go And there's dreams you should let go And I hope you Never learn Life ain't always Blue skies Windows down The ones you love Sometimes you hurt And I could teach you how I hope you never learn, never learn, I never learn How to break somebody's heart, how to give up when it gets too hard Haven't learned the hard way yet and I hope you never start Life ain't always blue skies, windows down Ones you love, sometimes you hurt And I could teach you how this cruel world turns But I hope you never learn Never learn WVKR, Mr. Ian Flanagan, the voice finalist, came in third on the NBC's The Voice in December, and he's a Hudson Valley native. Debut single we just heard, Never Learn, ianflanaganmusic.com. I think he'll be back in our area this summer, so got to have him back on the show. He was my first guest here on Local Motion of 2021. Again, if you miss any of those interviews, they're all uploaded. Local Motion, um, any streaming platform where you might get a podcast as well as um, YouTube. So Ian Flanagan, always a great time talking with him. And last week's guest, we just heard music by Chuck Lamb off his release, North by North East, we heard 401. Of course, you might recognize that tune. It was written by Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Uh, it was great talking with Chuck Lamb last week. He is um, going to be playing at the Falcon sometime in April. So keep an eye out for that live at thefalcon.com. You can sign up for their email list and stay in the know of who's coming there. Speaking of who's coming there, this Saturday will be the final Saturday residency for Hollis Brown. Let's take a listen to them right here, right now on 91.3 WVKR. 
Do it. Chickens are those in my yard They pick it every shiny thing Stitching down this earth So cold and hard Low and tight across my wings When they're calling over me they're unholy fit for a song Oh, dead up Oh, dead up Please carry me along My bones, they're 